I'm Dr. Sharon Dukes. And I'm Melvin Dukes. We're HBC graduates, proud educators, and most importantly, husband, husband and wife. wife. And you're listening to After School, School Talk, Talk Podcast. Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of After School Talk, where I'm your co-host, Mr. Dukes, and I think we should start saying Melvin and Sharon. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Bring in the new intro. <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of After School Talk. Well, I'm your co-host Melvin, and I'm your co-host Ron. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, so we had a little conversation about um, you know what? This is After School Talk. Uh, don't you don't have to acknowledge everything because they're gonna hear it on the thing. Okay, I just okay, saw a okay, jump okay. in the noise. It is what it is. They're gonna think I shot you or something. Uh, I'm still alive though. Okay, built like that. Anyway, we had a <laughs> conversation like about uh, us talking or this being a conversation for after school. And you know, once the, the, the clock is, is run its course and we done for the day, now we're on a first name basis. So just call me Melvin and you call me Sharon. There it is, Melvin and Sharon, your co-host of Out of School Talk, in and we in huh? particular, I, I'm I know we're going to insert the phrase. This is After School Talk, where we talk about what we want to talk about because we off the clock, off the clock. Off the Pull clock. your drink, grab your cigar, get you a glass of wine, whatever you want to do. Lay back, chill, and let's just have a little conversation. Off the clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so exciting news is that one music fest in Atlanta, Georgia, will be returning in October. We back, we back, and we back. This is where you cue the music from yes. a chance to rap. Yes. We back. We gonna have all the soundboards. Yes, yes. Uh, we have gone to this festival four times maybe every so. uh, only, only we only missed we one year was 2019 yes when we had to be grown and decided we right. uh like, oh, we can't yeah go we didn't save we... our money the way we normally do to yep. put it over there because you gotta be when you're grown you gotta know to save and prepare right. and we didn't so and we was like all right 2020 of course pandemic everything shut down everything they, they did a virtual um thing but we didn't even participate in that i unfollowed one music festival oh i did too yeah, yeah I, I didn't unfollow- even want to know that's how <laughs> I hurt i was that we couldn't go i was like yeah oh, we, they ain't having it we can't do it so i ain't, we ain't, i don't want to know what nothing y'all doing if it wasn't for our friends who posted that it was coming back i wouldn't i wouldn't even know absolutely yeah, i wouldn't know shout out to absolutely. leah carlton that's who sent me the text and i was and it was crazy that morning i woke up and wanted to post on facebook um Lord, if you're going to do anything this season, bring back one music fest. That's yeah. literally my post for the morning. And then she sent that text. I said, come on. We they I, we really should be working for one music fest because they know the vibes. They, they know us. They, come on now. Yeah, they have the perfect vibe. And I want to say tickets went on sale on Friday, at noon. June the 18th <laughs> at noon. <laughs> And we got our VIP tickets. So, hey, don't meet us there. Beat us there. We're going to be up in that thing October, what, 9th and 10th, 8th and 9th, whatever that Saturday and Sunday is. Um, And it's, it's going to be lit. All we're doing now is waiting, uh, waiting on the lineup. Let's go ahead and and put it put it out there. We're going to do a um One Music Fest recap as our episode that we got. One Music Fest. You know what? We might even, by that time... We might even have some video footage. Oh yeah, if you we might have video footage of one music fest. That'd be that, dope. that might be the reason why we start giving you some visuals. Yes. 
You but gotta, I, yeah, I ain't, making no, I ain't making no guarantees now because I still oh. want to stay behind the scenes. You don't need to know what I look like. We still behind but, uh, the scenes. We ain't on stage. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. we are the people who go and see and everything. I, my prayer is that they stick to how they usually do, um, especially for VIP and those kind of things. But, you know, even, even so, we can even make an episode talking about our past experiences. So we've seen everybody from... Erica Badu, Outkast, ASAP Rocky, Busta Rhymes, Miguel, Toby and Wigwag, uh, Nas, uh, Ti, Two Chains. Like that's how big One Music Fest is. It's some of everybody. Is that and Jill it's Scott, Migos, Jill Scott, Migos. Yes, we did see Migos say, "Yeah, God, it was a lot. Too short. Yeah, yeah. Tanking the bangers. Yeah, yeah. And it's just very diverse. The uh, when they did the Soka group." Um, oh yeah, the, I can't the, remember who it was. Dancing, yeah. yeah, but I mean, that's, it's, this, it's uh, very diverse. Sean Paul place, has been there. That's also the first place I saw um Ari Lennox. I'm she was there 2018. Mm. This was that was back when before you know a lot of people knew who she was. But yeah, you think yeah, Toby was 20... way at the bottom of the list? Yeah, yeah when he yeah. came out there, that was when you very few people was at his stage, yeah, yeah. and everybody that was at his stage was singing his song, and he just literally had to stop for a minute and be like, "Y'all know my song." Yeah, and then now you are looking at him like, "Yep." You out there, out there amongst the stars now. But um, let's go ahead and get into this topic. We ain't gonna hold y'all. We ain't gonna get y'all too excited because it's not until October. But we gonna we gonna keep you posted but on how we it gonna goes. be excited until then. I'm trying to tell you why. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. So um, one of the past episodes that people have been listening to and saying that was a lot was the narcissism episode, and we really on that just listen like basically went back through our notes of watching the red table talk about narcissism and recognizing that so many people have a person or people in their life that they can now look at and go you're a narcissist that's why you do the things you do and really understanding what the pattern of a narcissist is but i want to go a little further if you don't mind um everybody remembers our episode about R&B groups and who one of our top, I think they were the top group for us, was Drew Hill. So we're going to take a little Drew Hill in my bed. Do you prefer, do you know the difference between the remix and the regular one? Because I know, you, you know, no. if anybody knows, like you said, you ain't grow up no boombox in your room. At all. But um, I prefer the remix of um In My Bed. So we're going to do a little remix in my bed. But we're going to talk about laying with the narcissist. When you are in a relationship with a narcissist, um, what do you do? What, 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 where do you go? And I, and I believe the reason why, and I'm gonna say this, that the episode about narcissism hits so much is because a narcissist will make you think they, they know how to manipulate to where you feel like you're crazy. So it leaves you in a space where you're constantly trying to figure it out. So when you hear somebody call it out and identify it and say what it is, you're like, thank you. Because I kept wondering if I'm crazy, but, uh, you know, here comes this information that lets me know, no, the other person got some issues going on and it's them. It's not One thing I do, I want to say is not everybody know that they're a narcissist. Some people, that's just the way they do things. But then, like you just said, when you have a, a term to put with or a definition or, you know, some, some some actual this is what narcissists do it makes mm-hmm. it a little more clear but a lot of times a narcissist don't know or recognize that they are a narcissist um and the, f- the first time you call them a narcissist they might get a little defended oh they're not uh, no, no, defended, defended. <laughs> 
defensive. <laughs> I blended offended and defensive. All in defended. Wow. New word. They get a little offensive and be and will try to be uh uh they defend themselves from from that particular term because of course you know being a narcissist is is not necessarily a positive thing. initially but um but yeah a lot of people don't even recognize that they are a narcissist so i think th these past couple of episodes have been great in in kind of saying what a narcissist is what they do how they think how they operate so that you can clearly identify to that particular person why they are a narcissist well here's the gag um as one of my coworkers always says it isn't it is not about identifying it to them as much as identifying it to yourself because they're not going to acknowledge it. Well, well they're not going to acknowledge. Okay. You're wasting your time saying it to them, and we're gonna go through that on this on this docket of like how it's like. That's exactly why I was getting to. Yeah, it. of like this particular episode, it, yeah. it may be important to say, "Hey, you're not. You're right." In past episodes, and talking about you know who you work with and stuff like that, you may not need to tell them. No, that no, no. I'm not. saying you don't need to tell them. I don't care who it is. Laying with them, working with them, don't say it. It's not gonna. It's not gonna help you none. <laughs> but if you do. Oh my God! No, that's the point of the episode on Red Tables. Like, they're like, you're not. I mean, <laughs> a narcissist. If we're talking about a true narcissist, not somebody who has some narcissist tendencies, but a true narcissist, they don't have the ability to self-reflect, and they do not have empathy. So when you say it to them, you're just going to cause another argument, and that's that's a part of it where it can free a person. I want all the smoke. <laughs> You're a narcissist. Now let's have that conversation. <laughs> then you be sitting up here looking like these people on here that's like, girl, when you got to this part, I know. Okay, so let's get into it. What do you do when you are in a relationship with a narcissist? So I'm thinking. Run. <laughs> Y'all know, know them videos that come on, on YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, TikTok. The guy with the bomb in the bag. They're like, doo, 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 and he throw the bomb at him and be like, run. run. And everybody. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. I what? like the, my favorite one with the run is when the clown, like the oh, person yeah, be walking, yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden that scary clown pop yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, hey, the uh, narcissist is that scary clown. The narcissist is, is that they, person that bomb. with the bomb. They are that bomb. Run. Um, you have to first take time to identify the pattern and behavior. So I'm, I'm not giving, I'm not saying these things as in like, oh, this is the Bible and what to do to narcissists. Absolutely. I'm just saying what I had to do in order to understand and then be able to then free myself from the uh abuse really and truthfully so some things are just the emotion the person is feeling at the time it is the circumstance or it's a touchy subject and that's why that person reacts to that in a particular way but if we are talking about months and months and years and years of a pattern of that person gaslighting you of them um, dismiss like like in, with gaslighting, dismissing your feelings, making you feel like you are crazy, turning everything around on you, continuously deflecting, never changing their behavior. Uh, that is a pattern to let you know this person is a narcissist. So you got to take the time out to really say, before I go any further, am I sure this is what I'm dealing with? Because you are not going to be able to go to them and say, hey, you know you always do this, this, this. It's mm -mm. Mm -hmm. They're going to be like, no, I don't. Always. I, I watched, Um, there's a guy on, uh, he's on TikTok, Instagram. I need to go look for his name. He has been diagnosed as a narcissist, right? 
Who so, do you get diagnosed? 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 Who do you get diagnosed as a today. narcissist by? Like, who diagnoses you as that? I don't know if it's a psychologist or they're. I'm assuming a psychologist, yeah. but so let's go with psychologist. Okay. Um, let me find his name for you real quick. So on um Instagram, it is mental illness mm-hmm. with three s's at the end. Mental illness. He is a has been diagnosed as a narcissist, but his TikToks and his um his TikToks and his Instagram posts and blogs are very helpful because it's like I'm gonna tell you I am in therapy for these things, but this is what I like. I know this is what I do and what other people will do. So he's one that's accepting of being a narcissist and wants to change. Yes, I. It, but I don't know if the change has uh, come with the uh, with the change in behavior yet. Mm-hmm. This is just him just purely giving information okay, to people, okay. right? Uh-huh. So he gives videos to show what a conversation with a narcissist can look like and mm-hmm. what gaslighting really looks like. Mm-hmm. And it is the woohoo. Um, I don't. I'm pretty sure it was him that did that did this video like this, and I was like, that was great. Uh, if it wasn't him, still go look at his stuff. But it was, I was going, I, I fell into the hole on TikTok on narc, narc talk is what they call it, where you see all different posts about narcissism. So on narc talk, the person was saying, Hey, you know, can you be a little nicer to my friends? Uh, whenever they come around, you're not nice to them. You're always mean. And they're like, well, you're the reason why your friends don't like me. And they're like, what are you talking about? They were like, you're the one that told them that I cheated on you. And they were like, but. I mean, wouldn't you be upset if da 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 da? And they were like, no, the point is, your friends wouldn't know that had you not told them. So, because you told my business, that's why they don't like me. And if you just learn how to keep your mouth closed, we wouldn't have this problem. So, they're like, but can you be nice to them? What can you not tell my business? It's just, and it was, wait, I thought we were talking about how you need to change your behavior. Mm-hmm. It is continuous, deflect. And bring up, you know, in, in marriage, we talk about this all the time. You can't do tit for tat. If the other person brought up something first and they want to talk about it that needs to change, you can't then, you know, oh, I got something else. You do this. No. But that is. Unless I you know you can win the tit for tat, then go for it. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. I am just playing. Don't do tit for tat. <laughs> we done came a long way, Melvin George. you see that you can win it, go. Okay. <laughs> That's gonna be, well, okay. No, you're right. You're right. No, no tip for tat. Don't do no tip for tat. And so that's what he's saying in that in that um different posts is the person will say and always make it where they bring up old stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's not even to, again to deflect. Yeah, it's got. It's gonna be. It's, yeah, it's gonna be where you did it. Yeah, you caused me. Well, if you witness this, and it's it's just like um if you didn't if you didn't do x y and z not I wouldn't talk. have yelled at you. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have punched you in your face had you not done that what no that doesn't go together but again you have to identify is this a pattern Mm -hmm. is this something i always see right here's the next thing baby this is a big one because this is the one where i'm like you gotta do this you have to do this stop and if you're a people pleaser this may be hard if you have low self-esteem but some of y'all can't even identify that you got low self-esteem come on now that's that's a whole nother thing but the second thing is that you have to stop making excuses for their behavior Mm -hmm. okay example well they were raised in a household that was like "Mm -mm. 
you know his dad used to do mm-mm, that doesn't because here's the thing their upbringing or issues can cause the behavior but it does not give them permission for the behavior now that is actual factuals right there that is actual factuals right there because you can go to uh counseling or therapy for any type of mental trauma drama whatever you've been through in mm-hmm. your life trauma drama um, but you are absolutely right the 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 upbringing and the issues can cause the behavior but it does not have to be the permission mm-hmm. you got you, that man that is it's like it's gr- simple but it's big it's huge mm-hmm. think about growing up where we may eat things that are unhealthy for us mm-hmm. So if you were raised, you know, where pork was fine and however much salt, but then you come to a, a crossroad of a high blood pressure, a high blood pressure and obesity. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I know based upon the way I was raised, this is why I don't I see. Where I am right now. Yeah, I don't see consuming this as an issue. Mm-hmm. But we are now at the point where, hey, if it's, I do it some more, I'm going to die. All right, so you no longer have permission to keep eating like there this. We have identified that this is a problem, so you have to you have to change. You got to adjust. You have to adjust. And I've seen it so many times where the person will and come. Oh, y'all know you'll see somebody do this. Call you on a Monday and tell you everything he or she has done wrong to them, and 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 why they want to, you know, just run away and cry. And then by by Tuesday morning, everything well, you know, all good. He he was just stressed. It was a lot of stuff going on she in the job. Had, she just lost this. You and know, she just couldn't find that up. They was just going through something, so it's cool. Yeah, that's fine. If we have if that, is fine. If when we identified the behavior, we realized it wasn't a pattern. Mm-hmm. Then we really know, like, hey, it was, I don't know what was going on. He he really is stressed. Like, yeah. didn't realize uh, the job was doing this to him, and we've talked, and everything's good. But when we realized this is a pattern. A week later, you doing calling me about the same thing. Girl. And the next week, it's the same Ooh. thing. Come on now. We got some, something got to change. Yes. Some things got to You got to really say, you got, you, in, in that here. moment. <laughs> come on, bad. In that moment, you just want to be. Okay, I can't keep making permission for giving permission to you to act like this. I'm, and I'm gonna go a step further. Let's 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 push this. Um, I heard somebody say that you learn to deal with it. What does life look like when you know a person's behavior is inappropriate, but you deal with it? What does life look like? When you allow a person to have inappropriate behavior, but you deal with it, what does that look like? You're hurting yourself, number one. Mm-hmm. Because even if you verbally say, I choose to deal with it, your body and your energy and your mind will go back crazy. Yeah. Because at the end of the day... You know, as a human being, that anything that you digest should be digested with love. Like, I should be receiving love, and I reciprocate that back to the other person. And even when you take the blow, your body still know a blow came to it. And eventually, you're going to have to deal with it in a different way, because your body going to say, hey, here comes stress. Here comes a panic attack. Here comes anxiety. Here comes depression. And you are sitting around wondering, why are all these things coming around and on me? 
Because you're allowing. Yeah, you keep allowing the same uh, actions to, to happen around you Come from on. a certain person or a cer- certain type of person without addressing it. And and they not losing any sleep Ain't because no you sleep. haven't said anything to them, so they don't even recognize they're doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. But you taking in all of the emotion that come with it, you taking in all the stress that come with it, you taking in all the high blood pressure that come with it, you taking all these negative things on 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 your own. And yeah. And 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 you shouldn't be because no. you should be the one to address it and 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 get some kind of what's what where I'm you should you correct, should be correct co- yeah correct <laughs> get some straightening going on come on amigos some get straightening. some straightening going on <laughs> which is really what that's about that's about the person really saying hey I understand what you're saying um I need to correct that behavior and you see over the course of time that the behavior was corrected Absolutely. that's what it is but you cannot make excuses for that and just say oh I'm just gonna deal with it and this is what I choose to now now again you can do that let me let me i'm i'm that was a little too forceful you can choose to deal with that but be aware of you how you your body may react to that and i'm i'm saying that as as a person that has dealt with a narcissist before and then really several narcissists actually not me though no child i might have narcissist tendencies sometimes but i'm not one but keep going you just want to hype yourself up. Yep. <laughs> Myself in the clear. On, on record. On record. She is not referring to me. I did not have to go to counseling. Um, no, but really realizing that as much as everyone would uh would deal with quote unquote this person's personality. Cause I'm like everybody in the room realized, like, oh, they are a narcissist. That's what we're dealing with. But that it eventually beat up people to the point where they had to make a decision and i realized that came with them thinking i am just going to choose to deal with it and it didn't work it doesn't work right that that that's that okay let me not give this person permission to treat me in this way now here's the other flip side of it though i said this is somebody else the other day i said what if one or two things is happening what if the person that's laying with a narcissist is a narcissist themselves did, did we talk about this before? I don't know if we went into it on the, on the episode. I don't know if we went into it, but go ahead. But recently I realized um, in talking to a couple that both were narcissists. Like it, it has been years worth of, of y'all doing the same uh, behavior. And it was a malignant narcissist and a covert narcissist. So one came in a more harmful, uh, out in the open view. And then the other came as a more victim. Like, um, uh... Just wanting to play victim, they, but it, it makes for a perfect match mm-hmm. because every time you do something, I can go and cry and get sympathy and attention, and then the malignant person can get your can get the attention from you of uh, getting you upset and those things, right? Mm-hmm. I believe that creates a codependency. So once we identify the behavior, then we say, "I don't give you permission to be like that." But am I codependent in this and? slick wrapped up in it myself and 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 a part of the foolishness yeah okay yeah, yeah. so I, I i look somebody listen these are all things i've been looking at and reading on other stuff this ain't me just i don't know child i had to go look up what codependent mean and i was like what is that so a codependent person may be where you're having difficulty making decisions in a relationship um i have seen this and that don't scare me you don't do this thank god but the person will literally they ain't gonna say you I'm, and i'm gonna say this for women it's a little bit more obvious for men it's not but you're you almost panic if you got to make a decision for yourself 
You're because you you don't know how that person is going to react. So you okay? I was about to say because so, you do that when it's time to pick something to eat. You almost going to panic. Talk about that. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Because you okay. You're right. But imagine going to a panic because they worried about how the other person going to react. Yeah. Okay. Imagine right. we just had somebody recently say, "Hey, my birthday is is such and such. Everybody meet me at this restaurant." That I would sit there and go, "Oh God. Okay, wait." Do I need to tell Melvin? Uh, how do I tell Melvin? What like you? You nervous about telling them we're just going to a birthday dinner? Yeah. But it's but it's been where that person has manipulated you to the point of control that you don't know if you can make that decision. Right, you don't know if you can mm-hmm. go or not go. Like legit, would they have a problem with it or at all? Right. So also feeling um poor self esteem, um not really having trust in yourself, uh not valuing yourself. That's a whole nother episode. I ain't even going to dig into that right now because I have really come to understand, especially in working with high school students, um, the ones that are the most confident in portrayal are not. They will walk in the room and light up the room and portray this image of, I, I am the greatest. Complete, yeah, I got complete confidence in myself. Look at this swag. And then it's... But really and truthfully, by themselves... Ooh, did you just lay out on this sofa and just cry? And think, huh? And hey, any of my students know, any of them listening will tell you, I got the ability to pull it out of you. Because <laughs> it's going to come out like, wait a minute, something's not right. You know, that discernment of that's not right. So that's a whole nother thing. But checking to see, like, are you codependent on them? Because I'm going to tell you something as a person who um, really, you know, understands that, that, that uh, mental health is so important. The people around you don't got, they don't have time for that. If you are codependent on a narcissist and you are wrapped up in that, I re- I recognize that there's very little other people can do for you when it's when you are attached to it. It's almost like a drug addict. It's like, I mean, I can keep telling you I don't want you to be on drugs, but as your friend, once you get that high, it's nothing I can do. Once you want to go chase it or go find it, I unless I lock you in a room... There's nothing I can do. So that's a, I think that's all, that's even a whole nother part of if you're a friend who is watching somebody be in a relationship with a narcissist or be at work with a narcissist or whatever, that's another challenge. Absolutely. And don't, don't, don't get so hung up on even the word narcissist when it comes to being codependent in a situation like that. Just like a, an, an abusive relationship, um, girl or guy, whatever. Um, you can be codependent in, you know, going back to what we said earlier, where they just do it because of this, or they just do it because of that, or she really loved me, he really loved me, all this kind of stuff. So once you get that, like you just said, the high of it all, your friends and your family members can't do nothing for you, nothing mm-hmm. with you. Like, you you gone then, and you mm-hmm. are completely gone. The high is there, and you ain't coming down. I wonder how many, what research there is out there to show that, you know, what percentage of people who are physically abusive are narcissists because the images we always see is that the person does damage to them but figure out figures out how to reel them back in and that's the feeling i get when i think of narcissistic behavior Mm -hmm. i'm going to do these things and say all this oh good example great example this guy did he went up to, he was, you know, saying like, this is an example of a conversation with a narcissist. He said, hey, you, your behavior hasn't changed. You haven't said that you're going to change. You haven't changed even though you said you're going to. Um, and the person said, okay, well, I'm not going to change. Leave. And so he was like, okay, I'm leaving. 
are you really gonna leave me like this so you're just gonna leave me knowing i have abandonment flip issues knowing this and the person was like but you said right <laughs> yes that it's a i'm gonna do damage to you but i still gotta keep you around narcissists don't let you go they don't let you go they do not and, and even if they appear to have let you go that is only a form of manipulation to control you. Flexing, capping, front, whatever word you want to use. That's all, all the is. above. Now, okay, because we're going to um, wrap this up. Because today is Juneteenth, you guys. We um, about to... What are we going to Juneteenth? What are we going to do? I don't know. But next, anyway. We'll tell you what we did next weekend. <laughs> if, we get, if we get there. The other thing is this. You go through all of this and you try and you identify a pattern. You recognize they do it. You you tell yourself, I'm not going to give this person permission to do this to me anymore. You you determine whether or not you're codependent on them uh, and what you, you know, what that looks like. And then you say, what you going to do about it, though? What you going to do about it? You going to stay or you going to go? Them are your only two options. You going to stay or are you going to go? Is it a deal breaker? Is, it is a this deal a deal breaker? breaker? Once you have laid down all your cards and you say what everything is and you, you understand, you know, the treatment, your, your stress levels. Uh, your high blood pressure, you understand that all these different things that you've gone through, are you going to stay or are you going to leave? Mm-hmm. And, hey. and and I want to be clear about this. Um, leaving does not necessarily mean completely cut ties from the person, but it but it does mean uh, breaking away from that, that title of whatever relationship that you're in. You can still have conversations in helping them, you know, get through this whole, you know, narcissist thinking and, and behavior and stuff like that. Um, wow. I, some people still want to try. Like like me, I, I might want to try to help them. But if, if it if it ain't uh, turning into anything, See, then, but, yeah, we completely break it off. It, it, it is that definitely a deal breaker. But that's the thing. I think that's the part of narcissism that's different than any other uh concern in a relationship what there is a web of narcissism that what looks like i'm helping is just keeping me in the web okay so you have to be able to say once i identify and all that kind of stuff you have one two choices leave or stay okay there's no in between with this kind of situation because it's not it's it has been identified and we see they do not change. Right, well, There's no, they don't have no empathy for you. They will pretend to keep you looped in, but you, it, you will all, you will quickly see, well, we back around to that. Now I believe what you, what you, you as a type one, well, no, 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 no. Cause it went thing by, by Melvin. He going to cut you off. Like, nope. All right. You crazy. I'm, not. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm reckon. I can, I think I can recognize, uh, uh, saying you know what we are no longer boyfriend girlfriend, like that's that is a wrap on that. So then, what what other communications did I have? When the person, when the relationship has ended due to you being crazy, <laughs> not crazy. That's not the word I'm gonna use. Oh Lord, all health, mental health people can come out to work woodwork. But to you being in a mental state that is detrimental to my health. So. To finish what I was saying, I was just saying. Was- <laughs> um, I'm, a, I'm, we're, I think I'm in a place where I can say we're no longer gonna be girlfriend boyfriend. However, if you want help on this without, like you just said, any detriment to my mental health, my stress, my anything like that, cool. But as soon as is is you think it's on that tip, is that that part is done. You feel like you're a person that has the uh, self awareness and 
Absolutely. And the security. To, to recognize, to recognize all right, you, you trying to rip back in. I see you. Mm-hmm. I see you. I'm nipping in the bud right now. Yeah. So that would be the thing then. If you, whether or not, which really and truthfully, I feel like at the end of the day, it comes down to you yourself having some type of counseling to to know. And that's another episode. Yeah. To know how that's you. Yeah. How do I. How do I identify that I'm about to be real back in or being real back in if you're not that kind of, you know, because the other side of it is that for some people who have de- dealt with this for, you know, 10 plus years or whatever, I, I, somehow you keep staying, right? So they may, they obviously wouldn't have the, what's the word, the understanding or the recognition to know that that's happening or the strength, the strength. There we go. That's the word, the strength to, okay. I, I, this is, this is what it is. Listen, that's complicated. Cause I, I, the only reason I'm saying it's complicated is reading the comments and seeing everybody who are literally laying in bed with a narcissist. It is like, how do I get away though? And I feel like once you get away, it cannot be, well, like I'm about to say, it can't be no comeback. And in particular on red and red table talk, they, they say the number one thing to not do with a narcissist is forgive them. Hmm. I think on a Christian standpoint, forgive, but forget. They're like, because once you give them a second chance, they, they think, oh, I can still, I can always get you. I can always get always, you. It's game on. That's that's how the mind works. So, yeah, your two options, back to your two options. You only got two options, leave or stay. Mm-hmm. That is it. That is all. That's all you can do. Period, Pooh. <laughs> well, y'all, listen, it's a lie. I hope that anybody who is, you know, feeling the confusion or the craziness of being in an up and down relationship like that did you just take time out for yourself and go to seek the uh, the um necessary resources that can help you you gotta you gotta take care of yourself first that's what they tell you in um on the plane right don't you put your mask on first you put yours on first and then you help the person next to you yes and let me tell you something when you put yours on if that person next to you want to act foolish and don't want to put theirs on ain't you can go do about sense. your business go help the next person or hey. go save yourself save yourself save yourself that's what this episode is about save yourself uh, hey, real quick before we go, um, y'all go to uh Facebook check out Sunday dinner. We're gonna be on this week's episode that comes on uh, Is it uh tomorrow? June twentieth. Oh, right. oh yeah, tomorrow. Uh, uh so yeah, we record on June team, so yes, it'll be out tomorrow. But if you know um go look up Sunday dinner. Sunday dinner is a uh uh you actually get to see us have a conversation with a couple other people um talking about different things. But again, that Sunday dinner. I think this is their second episode or whatever, and we're going to be on their second episode. So look them up on Facebook, follow them, like them, share them, follow us, like us, share us on all the different social medias. It's uh, oh, yeah, Sharon, she'll run down all the places that you can follow us at, yada, yada, yada. Y'all know follow us everywhere. Get into it. Just look it up. After School Talk Podcast. Hey, and I want to say this right quick. <laughs> I almost forgot the name of our podcast on the Sunday dinner thing. I said, I'm the co-host of... Uh, Cause y'all know when we introduce it, I don't say that part, and I was kind of waiting <laughs> in my mind. I was waiting on it, but I almost forgot what the title of our podcast was. So no. if y'all watch Sunday dinner, y'all hear me pause right there. That's why I was still in uh, after school talk mode. Yeah, he's stressful. Co-host of. I, I didn't even. I don't Sunday remember you doing dinner. that. That's right. I mean, uh, after school talk. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's that's us. That's right. y'all. Follow us, share us, like us, listen to us. Tell somebody else about it. Yada, yada, yada. Come on, say it. Peace. <laughs>